If the orcas take to the land, just grab a berg. Yeah. Give them a berg. They'll chill out. You'll be fine. You know, the orcas, the, the orcas could be the aliens. We don't even know it. They, they could. They, they could. could be flying around in those Tic Tacs. This episode of Eclipse on Tap is brought to you by Underberg, the German herbal digestive that is a very special after-dinner drink and served in more than 100 countries as a crowning finale to gourmet meals or hearty snacks. But what about after a flight of sour beers? Or stouts. Or stouts or bold beers. If you're looking for something after a large meal, maybe it's a festive meal, maybe it's 4th of July grilling, you're feeling a little bloated and a little groggy, Grab an Underberg to feel bright and alert. I'm going to grab one right now. Yes, sir. Cheers. Welcome back to Eclipse on Tap, the podcast where we talk about eclipses of all kinds in space in general. We are here with you in the month of August for episode 66. Hand me a beer, D-Will. Come on now. We have uh, um, a special beer from Ecliptic Brewing. They are always so kind to send us beers. Moonroom Series Italian Style Pilsner. This sounds refreshing. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, the 2023 uh, Ecliptic Brewing Moonroom Series is our ode to all things lager beer. This delicate and crisp, oh, I'm sorry, as delicate and crisp as expected in a modern Pilsner. Italian-style Pilsners are defined by extra burst of hop aroma and flavor via dry hopping. I didn't know that. Mm. Ecliptic spin on this style includes... Tetnang, Saphir, and Saz hops. Saz. Yes. Come visit the Moon Room in Southeast Portland at 930 Southeast Oak Street, ABV 5.2. Ooh, beautiful. That's Yummy. a nice sipper. Nice Pose some space on your face. <clears throat> yes. Thank you, Ecliptic. Thanks, John yeah. Harris. Thanks, Colette Becker. Y'all are the best. Thank you very it. much. Ooh, that was, uh, man. That was a Pilsner crack. <laughs> that was a that, that more like hollow kind of. <laughs> yep, that's yeah. been aging for a month. Yeah, too. it has. Has it? Yep. This oh yeah, was, we um, had this left over, yeah. didn't we? Ecliptic spoiled us last month in uh, July, and they sent us like four beers, so couldn't quite make our, our way through all of them. Uh, but we're finishing up here in the month of that August. Beautiful. Look at that. Yum that, yum yum. Look at the yum, head yum, on yum. that. Yeah. What a head. That is a hell of a head. Tasty this, beer. Looking. This looks like a good. Uh, Sitting at NASCAR type beer. It does. It does. Speaking of NASCAR, we just got back. Yes, we, we did. did. Uh, we had a fantastic trip out to the Michigan International Speedway, the Irish Hills, the annual Brooklyn, trip. Michigan. Cheers, Cheers boys. boys. Put them up. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, Very mm. good. Oh, that's so Ooh, light and crisp. That's, that's cr- crisp AF. Yes. Yeah, we just uh, got back from Michigan, Michigan International Speedway. Um, <clears throat> it was the 11th annual um, tailgate camping extravaganza out there in Brooklyn, Michigan, the Irish Hills. We're also sipping on some Irish Hills uh, this evening. Tell us about the Irish Hills uh, yeah, so cocktail. This was, um, I think, actually originally maybe my dad's idea it way was, back. Yeah. Um, so Tullamore Dew is the world's greatest Irish whiskey. It just is. If you haven't had it, I feel like a lot of people don't know what it is. You have to try it. It's so caramely and delicious. Yeah. Um, and you just take, you know, one one part Irish Hills, sorry, uh, one part uh, Tullamore Dew, and then fill the rest of your glass up with 
uh, really any kind of lemonade. Although I feel like regular lemonade is better than powdered lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> I had yeah. that once. Um, but it's a fantastic little cocktail. And it's, you honestly, it's just insanely good. You know, yeah. the, the real way to, way to do it is the Tullamore, a little bit of the spout water from the wash stations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, then some yeah. powdered lemonade. Then you get the Irish Hills. Then up you in get the, the real Irish Hills. Yeah. The, from, the rusty the water of the uh, the Irish Hills. Yeah, from the ground of the Irish Hills. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. that's a good idea, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Make ice cubes from the ground. <laughs> oh, this tastes a little rusty. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, it's, no, it's a, that's a true Irish Hills. You the, shut your mouth. <laughs> the, uh, the, the boil we had was from the Irish Hills yes, water, right? Yes, it was. It was from yeah. the Irish Hills. Um, Tasted good. My very good friend, Andy Versteeg, who has been uh, with us for 10 out of the 11 um, annual MIS weekends at NASCAR, um, cooked up a fantastic shrimp boil, like a bayou boil with some corn. The, uh, the low country broil. Low boil. country. That's the word. Yeah, That's yeah. the word. Some low country boil. And it was a fantastic group meal. He did a great job. That and, is yeah. like an ideal yeah. meal for that yeah. kind of setting. For yeah. sure. Like you got a bunch of people like, ah, just throw a bunch of corn, potatoes, shrimp, yep. whatever. Take the... Uh, spice it up. Yeah. Spice it up with some Cajun. And that, um, that was uh, Saturday night mm-hmm. we did that. Yep. Yeah. We uh, we had some fun. It's always a fun time. Uh, we had the Underberg and Eclipse on, Eclipse on Tap tent out there this year, which was fantastic. Um, kind of show off uh, our it, beautiful it, tent. It yeah. withstood the uh, conditions too. Yeah, it did we rain. We faced a little bit of rain. Yep. It seems like the Irish Hills are always a bit rainy. Um, it's just the, the nature of the area. I think there's yep. like pop-up storms all the time. So um, got poured on over the night uh, Saturday into Sunday, which was a bummer. And then the race was uh, off and running for about 75 laps, which was great. I think, you know, overall could have could have been way worse. Yeah. Um, I mean, it could be I yeah. called off like I <coughs> big, big thing for me, because so this is the first year we had a uh, new camper with us. Yes. I uh, brought the little guy. Yep. The bro. And um, I just wanted to have a, a race start. Let him, you know, experience it again. For sure. Yeah some new people out there this year from our group. And uh, it's always just an absolute shame if they have to cancel it. Yeah. Um, but they did get 75 laps under green, which is fantastic. And I think, you know, everyone got their fill mm-hmm. from that day. And then uh, David and I stayed out there Sunday night and um, they postponed the remainder of the race for 12 o'clock PM on Monday. And it wasn't looking good when we woke up, but no. uh, at the same time we were uh, trust, very trustworthy of NASCAR's, um, radar and sure enough on shortly afternoon they got the the whole thing kicked back off and finished it under green the whole rest of the way it was a crazy uh weather weekend because it was constantly changing Mm -hmm. we were we had our eye on the the weather going into sunday but yeah but i I have to say it was just a classic classic weekend yes we had the gypsy tents we had the poo truck driving by yep the poo collector right, right when we rolled in it was like Oh, he was next door because you can like rent private porta potties for your campsite, which yeah. I th- strongly suggest we consider uh, at least for like Team EOT. Maybe. I mean, I don't know if I want to. Sh- no offense, Andy, but I don't know if I want to share that with you. <laughs> <laughs> the the one thing is like, would it would it like stink up your your camp? Yeah, that, that's, that's the only thing. thing but yeah. But it at, would be convenient. At least then it doesn't smell like a burning cigarette when you walk in. Yeah, they yeah. do a good job though at they, uh, cleaning yeah. those things out. 
they they like. spray him. If you watch yeah. them, if you watch the poo collector in the morning, um, his first task of the day is he goes we by. We all get our cup of coffee yeah. and head out and watch the poo collector. <laughs> Listen here, young one. You got to watch this man. Look at him, what he does. He takes a spray gun and he sprays every single one of yeah. these. He does. He just like yeah. jets them. He, and just he yeah. vacuums it out. Yep. He might have the most important job of the weekend. Yeah. I think he. he, he, he the, 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 I still think David's got to get one of those mini ice trucks. The, the yeah. one that comes around the ice yeah. and oh, yeah. wood. Yep. Ice and firewood. Yeah, they weren't around this year. No, really. no, he they, was out in front of our camp. Oh, yeah. was he? Yeah, okay. good. Saw good. the ice guy at least. They have wood David, in the back. You of that could thing rock too. that truck. You could, could pull it off. I could probably. You can make yeah. some cash for sure. Yeah. Well, Hell, we should start a truck racing league with those things. <laughs> I, they're I, like I, a oversized golf cart, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the uh, poo the, the poo collector should have the. Uh, have the ice cream truck music playing when he when he drives by, yeah. so you know he's near. Because people were chasing oh, the, him down. Half the time you don't even know if he's available. You're flagging him down. There was a lot of frantic we got people. Pool out over here. Get over here. He's what? <laughs> there's uh, there some frantic people running up to that that truck. He's what we would classify for the weekend as a critical stakeholder. <laughs> <laughs> he, is. he is. You know what they should do? He should be the pace car. <laughs> <laughs> like lead out the cars. Driver introductions led out by the United Rentals poo collector. <laughs> the uh, the weekend so as a whole though was fantastic. It's always a fun time and and to it's it's just fun to see it. So it started out with um, some college friends and I back in the day. Slowly transitioned into just introducing some other friend groups, some family. Now we've got like Eclipse on Tap. I know I was talking to Gary this uh, this year, owner of I thirteen. Uh, of course, races on our Eclipse on Tap cycling team. He was like all about going so i'm going to include him on the yeah. distro list next year so yeah it's it will continue to expand into different friend groups because uh, at the end of the day that's what we're all there for is i mean it's it's a lot of fun to, we're to be there with different campsites groups. yeah we'll probably maybe we'll do four instead so yeah. we'll have our little um our little station compound and, um, yep. yeah compound eot maybe compound. we go back to back campsites so that we a, a quad yeah, yeah that'd be cool yeah. like a get a whole corner or something mm-hmm yeah, there's do that. The, the, end, the possibilities are endless. So, yeah, um, yeah we'll, we'll be out there again next year in August, uh, a year from now in the Irish Hills. So yeah. um, cheers cheers to the weekend. Um, but, but yeah, and then um, speaking of, uh, sorry, Underberg, we, of course, had the tent out there, and we've continued to have the tent out there every week at Grattan. But we have some really special news, very special news. Underberg. Um, very proud to announce that Underberg is now the title sponsor of Eclipse on Tap. Woo, Fucking cheers to that, boys! Yeah, cheers Bring again. him up again. Come we're on, let's slam this beer. Should cheers a Berg to that. Yeah, we should. Yeah, we, um, yeah you want to grab some? Yeah, let's get some Bergs right so now. We'll do let's, that right now. We've got going. some on chill. Um, and and I'll say it again, folks. Underberg is the title sponsor of Eclipse on Tap podcast and the cycling team. So we're absolutely thrilled. Uh, Underberg is stepping up in a big way, and so are we. We're so excited to. Um, really bring them our best foot forward on what we yeah. can present for their brand. And, and that just starts with what we've got going with, of course, you know, we do little rolling ads on the podcast. We do the, the tent and everything, but the future is so bright with uh, what's up next. And we cannot wait to continue our partnership with this amazing brand. For those that don't know a German product an herbal digestif that has um, kind of recently made waves in the U S for, um, you know, after a flight of beers or a big meal, call it uh, Thanksgiving, barbecue, grilling. Um, you take one of these and it's a bold flavor, but don't judge the flavor, judge the function. It really settles down your stomach and gets you back to what you're doing. Give it 20 to 30 seconds. Yep. Let it And it, it burn. works magic. Yep. But this is, uh, this is, let's do a little toast here. <clears throat> sure. Let me, yeah. let, let me say my words. We'll go around the table. Yeah, we'll yeah. go around the table. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
for this podcast, this is a, a very, very big moment because up until this point, we've always incorporated friends of ours on the kit. So, you know, Rob gives us some photos. It's always been kind of a tit for tat. Yeah, like, mutual. We'll, we'll throw you on the kit and then Rob gives us photos. John gives us honey, you know. But John, the they, beekeeper. We'll rub your on. back, you, you yeah, rub ours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. And this is, this is kind of taking it to a new level where we're going to be able to expand a bit on the podcast, um, the team and, and the offerings and, and really showcase what we can do as far as the social medias go. Yep. Um, Lots of so, collaborative marketing. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it just has, uh, it's opened a new door for us to, to do that kind of thing. So we're, we're very excited. I'd like to thank Patrick Brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even yep. know his title. What is he's he? He's the director of sales for Underberg, uh, North America. Okay. Yep. All right. At least in the U.S. Um, we had a you know, great call with him, like-minded guy, and very cool that we are at the forefront of what Underberg's doing in, in the U.S. Yeah. They're making big waves in the United States and have found this new niche. Um, but yeah, David, go go for your test as well. Well, yeah. I mean, just I can't, I can't believe how far we've come. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- this is just a such a good partnership. Yeah. I mean- the fact I, I think everything just kind of meshes together. Um, their uh, their goals, our goals, kind of align, and uh, we're uh, we're very happy to have them. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to uh, to toast an under- Underberg at the Eclipse in April. Yes, yeah, it's going to be Patrick's going to be there. Yeah, Patrick oh, yeah. will be there. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll get him there. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm just I think uh, very grateful is the is the right way to put it. Yep. Um, because yeah, we started from nothing. We started from going to the eclipse and riding mm-hmm. bikes and all that kind of stuff yep. and hanging out with our friends and having a good time and now look at us so it, it's hey yeah look at us look the at future, us the future is bitter by nature yes yeah we are and david oh, and yeah. i are rocking the shirts today bitter I by nature my, yeah. damn it that's all right um no worries we can you can put the hat on if you want oh there we go <laughs> take a photo uh we'll do a little photo you know in toast of uh of underberg um a fantastic bitter that really has uh, taken a new form in the U.S., I feel. Underberg, Underberg. Cheers, guys. Click them together. Cheers. Yeah, yeah. Get those glasses. Uh, did you have anything you wanted to say? Or you well, got I kind of introduced it. it. Yeah, no, okay. it's very, right. of course, you know, right. very grateful. Yeah, we'll yeah. continue on. That might be the best Underberg I ever had. I think it is. Ooh, oh, you yeah. chilled them, David. Nice. Very well, that good. was that was mad. I tossed them in the freezer. Oh, so nice work. But yeah, one more thing about Underberg. Yeah, again, uh, resonating what David said. Just incredibly grateful and thankful for them, uh, Patrick, uh, Patrick Brain, and, and then Crystal Bunger at um, Underberg in the United States have really taken things to a new level. Um, also, a shout out to Martin Bignall, who was our original yeah. contact at, at Underberg. He is um, originally from the UK, lived in the East Coast, kind of was certainly an important piece to bringing Underberg uh, to fruition in the U.S. It's actually celebrating, I'll look it up on the break because I don't want to say it wrong, but it's celebrating a pretty big anniversary of its introduction into the U.S. It's 140-something years. I'll I'll find the exact number. Um, But finding its new niche now with this, you know, big, obviously huge craft beer market in the United States. Um, People in the United States love to grill out. Thanksgiving is huge here. So there's, it's just... We're a bunch of fat asses. Yeah, it just pairs so well because uh, for those that might be confused about it still, I mean, it's really, it does have a little bit of ABV to it. It's about 40% ABV, but it's a third of an ounce, a small little, um, a little shot out of the brown glass bottle. And essentially just really kind of calms your stomach down, gets you to the other half of what you're doing. Their slogan is to, uh, to feel bright and alert. And it does exactly that. So we're super proud to bring it to uh, the next level with them. 
and uh, looking forward to the future. I think. And people, when you go to get your beers, check the counter. Like, we go to Megabev all the time. Yep. They've got the three packs right there at the counter when you check out. Like, yeah. Just check for it. It's, it's, it's readily available. People just don't know about it. It's, it's exactly it, yeah. Usually it, right at the checkout. Yeah. yeah. Grab, a, grab a couple of three packs on your way out. Yep. Try it. Give it a try. You'll love it. Give it like 10 seconds oh, or the so. The other thing you got to do. It, you're good. So when you first take it, any any newbies, you got to get their photo when they first take it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Got to got to get the photo yeah. for the for the hashtag Berg break or the first um, Berg or first whatever you want to tag it. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, that'd be fun to get people sending them out that way. It's always it seems like always time Remy around the uh, Thanksgiving hour. Uh, sorry, Thanksgiving day that uh, people are sharing photos um, with their mother-in-law or their yeah. dad or whatever. We've done a couple yeah. where we toasted an underbrig after yeah. dinner, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it is... Uh, Even Mama Williams had one. I yeah. tell you what's on my Christmas list, underbrig. Yes. Yes. I Nothing want that else. damn snowboard. Yeah, the oh, snowboard yeah. is sick. So underbrig, yeah. uh, just is a, sweet. this is just the epitome of how cool their brand is and what they're how, how they're making waves in the United States. Um, and also a proud moment for us because another one of their partners is burton snowboards yes burton snowboards did an amazing collection of um gear with underberg this last winter it's got the underberg truck and yep. then like a cart full of berg bottles behind it yep and then there's like oh, berg like being dumped onto the snowboard kind yeah. of on the graphic oh, it's and so sick it's so so awesome they also did bindings the back of the bindings look like the label on the underberg bottle and then they also have a leather overlay which holds two bergs in the back for on the go travel i mean uh, down the slopes yeah. so cool that's the beauty of Berg anyway, is that it's just, it's, it is so on the go friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Like any, I mean, toss it in your pocket. If you've got the belt, put it in your pocket, put it in your pocket, put it in your pocket. Uh, it's Check just, your pocket. I don't know. It's so convenient and it's also so beneficial after a good meal. Yeah. It really is. Why not do Check it? Check his pockets. <laughs> Check, it. Check your pockets for one. And, and, uh, and then I'll say, I'll say again too, definitely, you know, you give it a try. Understand it. It's a, it's an herbal digestive. So it's going to be herbal. It's going to be bitter, but don't judge the flavor. Judge the function. It's bold, but be ready for it and you will not regret I, it. It's amazing. You say that, but I, I, like it's a very much an acquired taste. Oh, I absolutely. love the taste now. For Berg enthusiasts, um, after you've had a few of them, you'll you'll end up um, yeah truly desiring. Like, no, I desire that. I taste. will desire yeah. the flavor. I crave it. It's yeah. it, it it truly is nature's nectar. It's kind of like coffee. I think anything bitter, right, naturally is you know going to take some acquiring. We need to create a drink. We so we get, we're rocking the Irish Hills tonight. Mm -hmm. What about like an Irish Hill style? With some Berg and some Michigan Bico. We should toss Ooh. a Berg in the hills. We should. The Irish hills. We could. Next we round. We could do that, yeah. On the Berg break, maybe. Oh. Try that out. And that's the other thing, too, folks. If you, if maybe the first time you have it, it's a little too bitter for you, toss it in a little a drink you've got. Yeah, you can use it as bitters for yeah. like a... A cocktail, yeah. 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 Put it in a cocktail. You'll love it. Guaranteed. You'll that's, love it. And you'll feel great. Actually. Yeah, and it's not going to like... Yeah, you're, you're going to not get that kind of alcohol gut going yeah no yeah know? yeah it, it eliminates that and we were introduced to it we can't we can't go without saying um um thanks to our friends at speciation artisan ales we have been introduced to underberg that was a couple years ago and our relationship with both of those partners has just really blossomed and super pumped about the underberg title sponsorship announcement so we'll be posting something on the instagram as well probably in the coming days so we'll uh We'll figure some stuff out and we're just so uh, excited to bring this product to you um, as listeners and friends of the podcast and uh, yep. cycling community. Yep. We're coming with the heat next year with our kit. Oh yeah. 
You yeah. just wait. Maybe not the fitness, but the kid is going to be. You just wait. <laughs> it's going to be a bunch of middle-aged, over, overweight men. It's all right. It's all right. At least Looking we... Looking uh, like an Underberg bottle. <laughs> yeah. Um, our, our digestion will be on... On point, on yes. point, and uh, yeah, it's fantastic. We we do enjoy drinking them after a hard workout out at Grattan uh, each week. It just is. I don't know. Sometimes you don't feel that awesome after after Grattan. You take an Underberg, you're gonna feel better. It's just it's the way it is. Yep. It's been around since 1846 for good reason, and uh, it's here to stay. So we're, we're it's, pumped. It's an instant good feeling too. It's not like you have to wait for it. No, That's it's the best 20 part. seconds. You're done. That's the best part. Yeah. You, you get after like a, after a hard ride or, or like even like a, a leisurely ride. Mm-hmm. We do that even when we're riding I up mean, in Bel Air. You know? If I walk out to get the mail, I get back <laughs> and I want an underbrick. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's an awesome product. So big cheers to them again and um, we're, we're so, so excited. Um, but yeah. We got a lot to talk about this episode, though. We sure do. It's an, an action-packed episode, given the topical news. More poo, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to actually dedicate this episode to the poo collector. Yes, Mr. Poo um, Collector. The Brooklyn, Michigan poo collector. <laughs> Cheers to him. Um, but yeah, Nathan, introduce uh, introduce what you got there. You're going to be our infor- informant well, uh, on this episode. I, I'm basically like the... Uh, Ron Burgundy of this program. Yeah, you're, you're going to um, provide us all the info we need. Tell yeah. us, Ron. So, well, we had the uh, the hearings recently, the aerial phenomena mm-hmm. hearings. Sworn, uh, think, sworn testimony. Yeah, yeah, sworn testimony. And the, the dude that's doing the testimony is he formerly worked in like a secret ops, you know, program. I don't, I don't know if it was Project Blue Book or one, one of the like secret ops programs. And uh, the gist of the testimony is that, yes, the U.S. has recovered craft that are not from planet Earth. Insane. Yes. That that alone is insane. And then, yes, we have biological matter, meaning bodies or portions of bodies. Or poo. (laughs) Or poo. It could be poo. Who knows? Maybe maybe they didn't clean out the porta potty. that that is in our possession so we have uh i don't know why this hasn't been bigger news nationally but i've been all over it yeah <laughs> and uh it's it's just like the fact that now we have like sworn testimony by somebody wor- that worked in one of the programs uh is saying yes we in fact like all the things that bob lazar has been saying yeah i worked on craft and you know i it was not from this planet it was technology that we don't exist and don't are, aren't anywhere near like having the capability to have that and now not only that but we have biological you know bodies or matter or whatever it is some sort of matter yeah, yeah. It, um yeah. that that were in those craft so it's it's a uh, it's huge news i mean it, if it, it you know I, again i i hope that it gets more national coverage if it's validated and you know this guy isn't just like a kook that you know but it it certainly sounds like for me personally i think um the stories that have been told by guys like bob lazar david fravor you know all, all of the people that have kind of come out and said you know these type of craft they behave in a way that are you know not like anything that we can do and now this guy's testimony it's it's really like pretty much validated for me mm-hmm. i mean the, the president hasn't come out and said like oh yeah yeah we have uh alien life form here and um you know there, there's still a step to be taken as far as like acknowledgement of it but this is uh huge for me 
It's a big step. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really, um, it's, it's for the Bob Lazar, uh, case and, and what's vindication. I mean, really, yeah, for him, I mean, this guy, it sounds like this guy that uh, testified, um, I mean, he sounds pretty legit. I mean, it doesn't. I don't think they'd have anybody up there doing a sworn testimony if the guy hadn't had a decent or a, a very strong background in uh, a secret ops type deal. So mm-hmm. I don't think they'd just have a Joe Schmo up there talking out of his ass. So it sounds pretty legit to me. And it also, I don't know. We'll see what comes of this. I mean, well, we, no, not only that, but it's 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 an acknowledgement um, that the U.S. has been concealing this decade-old program yeah that you know they've been hiding from us um only a decade old no decades old decades Decades, yeah 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 it's a really interesting um bit of news i mean and it's obviously game-changing in some ways i think that do you want to hear the footage i'll I'll play it hang on a second i gotta i gotta get the highlights up coming the um i think the reality with it is that yeah here you go here's here's the live footage extraterrestrials something i can't discuss in public setting um okay i can't ask when you think this occurred (laughs) Um, if you believe we have crashed craft uh stated earlier do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft as i've stated publicly already in my news nation interview uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries yeah um were they i guess human or non-human biologics Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. And was this documentary evidence, this video, photos, eyewitness, like how would that be determined? The specific documentation I would have to talk to you in a skiff about. Interesting. So from that, it sounds like even this guy wasn't one of the ones that saw the biologics, but knows somebody who did, it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Again, I don't know what his role yeah. was, but he was in the program. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, whether or not he actually saw them, uh, like beings or or craft or whatever, I don't know that. But he he definitely like oversaw groups of people that worked on what we have. Yeah, yeah. So I guess it's just one of those situations where a, a big news drop like this it corroborates the anecdotal evidence that we've seen from someone like Bob Lazar, from someone like. Uh, David Fravor, mm-hmm. who was the uh, the Navy pilot that spotted the Tic Tac, it, it corroborates anecdotal evidence with now testimonial evidence, right? So, so like that's a big connection. It's essentially, um, I mean, like you said, David, there's still a chance this guy is you know swearing in and just still talking completely nonsense, but you know, you'd think that it's pretty serious if this is a, a U.S. It was a U.S. Congress, right? U.S. Congress testimony? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was like a Senate hearing or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have a question for you. Do you think that this is being leaked now in the hopes that it gets the world's attention in order to cool things down with like the Russia-Ukraine thing? Because like if aliens are here, like, all right, go back. And a lot of the stories we've heard is if like, because I think the big fear worldwide is that nukes are going to get involved with that mm-hmm. conflict. Yeah. And we've, we've heard from other interviews or like people that worked at top secret bases that, you know, nuclear bases or whatever, that when UFO have been spotted, it can shut down the nuclear plant. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, 
you know, is this being leaked now in an effort to like kind of cool things down because like, yeah, don't even think about using nukes because aliens are here and they will shut it down. Yeah, it's an interesting question. Even if we don't have that technology or aliens aren't here and they didn't shut down nuclear plants, maybe the hope is that the threat that like aliens will shut it down is enough to deter them from using them. What a wild time we live in. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, I, a conspiracy theorist, I'll admit it. No, no, I'm I mean, just, I'm like, I'm throwing out every option. Like the timing of this is kind of like, hmm. It's uh, that, that's a good point and it could be the case. But at the same time, uh, we have yet to hear somebody say we, we've actually like encountered live um, humans or live, uh, you know, human-like forms. No, but ships. they did in in uh, Brazil, like in the '90s. I think it was a group of kids that saw them in Brazil. Okay. And then there was that story, of, I think, from South Africa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somewhere in Africa. Yeah, but it would change the game, though, if like. Um, leaders, if we actually captured one. Well, if, if like leaders of different nations um, came together and said, look, like we are in contact with actual, you know. It would be like the terrestrials. What's that movie it, with um, <laughs> Arrival, I think? Yeah. It would be like that. But yeah. I think that would, I mean, obviously, I don't see that ever happening in my lifetime. I could be totally wrong because I never would thought I'd hear that yeah. what we just played. So well, I could be wrong. So um, I started like looking into this a lot. Because, you know, I'm just obsessed with aliens. And, um, you know, I started on these pages on, like, Instagram or whatever. And then I got to, like, in my feed, everything was about aliens. And then I got to a, a page where they're they're claiming that um, aliens have been here for a long time. We're working with them in, Ana- Ant- in Antarctica. Uh, we have an underground bunker that we're working with them. <clears throat> And there's something to it's something to do with the magnetic pole why they had to be in Antarctica because of their craft mm. or something like mm. the that that's the theory on this conspiracy site. There's definitely a lot of um, there's a lot of theories about Antarctica in general, and there's been some talk on again not uh, validated resources, not necessarily a U.S. Congress testimony, but like on a podcast or something I've seen. You know, this someone's claiming to be a part of a program in Antarctica where they have. Um, essentially, I think there's something there too with like these nodes that are in the ground yeah. that essentially form like the world's largest, I think it's essentially like a, a, a telescope, but that they can like radiate and it's essentially like a, a mass weapon. Too. Yeah. Some crazy, crazy shit about Antarctica. And um, I guess it makes sense if those conspiracy theories or theories in general are to, uh, or origin somewhere, what other place than, than Antarctica, yeah. one of the least oh, yeah. inhabited I mean, places. It, yeah. It, yeah, like we've talked about so many times, either hide in the ocean or in the lakes, like, yeah. you know, 70% of the world is covered by water. Hide there where nobody is or go to Antarctica where nobody is. This news is an interesting advancement in what we've already been leaked, right? So the government has been leaking footage, essentially saying, yeah, these videos from Commander Fravor, these videos from um, the, what was the one, the gimbal video off the East Coast, which was similar. That's been like probably close to two years though that yes. New York Times released that one, right? Right, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, but I think like the previous uh, leaks were essentially like, these videos are real, yeah. they're not fake, and we don't know what they are. Like they're truly unidentified aerial vehicles, UAVs. Um, I like UFO better, but yeah, I, do. I do too. So we're going to call them UFOs. We're going to, from from here on out, UFOs. EOTNN refuses to acknowledge 
UAV. UAV. I, actually, I'd prefer flying saucer. Yes. <laughs> Old school. Um, Old school. The flying saucers that were um, witnessed off the coast of um, San Diego and off the coast of the eastern seaboard, I think that was the initial leak, which I th- that was a huge step. But it was kind of like, okay, well, they're essentially saying those videos are real, but like, was it a balloon or right. whatever? But right. this is now, again, you talk about like the corroborating evidence. It just is a stepping stone that legitimizes things that we've heard. And it's crazy. Like it, um, it, it's, it's wild to think about. That's what I meant when, when I was like, wow, what a wild time we live in that we of all the time that humans have been on the planet, yeah. um, could potentially be witnessing, um, it's just the most insane news ever. Yeah. Like, well, the, the other thing, uh, go, go ahead. I was just going to say like this kind of news has been going on since like Roswell, but, oh, yeah. but not to the point where it's like there's hearings and like sworn testimonies and, uh, the government's, the Pentagon's releasing stuff. Yeah. It's not footage. some sketchy, like yeah, that's, that's tape the, from somebody in their backyard that's on the, a yeah. VHS. Yeah. That's the, that's the difference I think between, you know, back then and now, which is, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe these balloons have something to do with it. I don't know. But go ahead, Nathan. Uh, the other thing I was going to talk about was the it was the South Africa or someplace in Africa where mm. the school kids saw the aliens and they didn't like verbalize anything with them, but they got the message of like care for your planet. Yeah. And I'm going to go back to my other point. They've prevented nuclear or they've shut down nuclear systems. Mm hmm. And there is a, there's been a lot of evidence now that the surface of Mars was subject to like an immense amount of radiation, Mm. whether it was an asteroid or whatever, Mm -hmm. but conspiracy theorists again will say, well, that's because there was a colony there and there was a war between earth and Mars and earth nuked the shit out of Mars. So maybe... The aliens don't want us to have that happen again on Earth, and they will. They're here well, now, making themselves known because of the Ukraine war and the whole tension between U.S., China, uh, Russia. So essentially, and, yeah, they're just real skittish yeah, about they, nukes. They, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, hey, dumbasses, <laughs> don't nuke yourselves. One thing I, I would argue with on that topic is that, like, if you leave our atmosphere you're subject to immense amounts of radiation from the sun in well, general so yeah, like, i think they're trying to preserve like, the 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 civilization and the you know, status on the planet yeah not become not have you're talking about the mars, mars. i'm just yeah. talking like so one would say okay well yeah there's there's you know potential for like a lot of radiation there. there's a lot of radi- radiation if you're standing on the surface of the moon too because there's mm-hmm. no atmosphere at all and you just got the pretty much the sun just literally like nothing protecting you from that right so i would say i i look at it from a you know the the other side too where it's like that could be a, another cause of it too as as well but i don't know but my, not not, my, to, not to no but like debunk the, the, you no nah, i i'm just throwing out the theories that are out there you've been jeremy but, corbell <laughs> but if i were making the argument for what i just stated and an entire civilization was lost and vegetation and everything and Mars turned into a, like a red rock and they don't want to see that happen again, you know, where all the living life, you know, the life form on Earth kills itself because of a nuclear war. Maybe that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's Just incentive. Saying. Time will tell. The other thing that's interesting, too, is some of the evidence from 
make love command war, bro yeah yeah they're just they just really they're skittish about nukes they just want to just chill but um the, the tic-tac stuff that commander fravor has um provided anecdotal evidence from some of it which was of course video uh from his jet but stuff that he's anecdotally described with his own eyes looking down at the ocean when he said he watched it plummet full speed down into the ocean without really any splash but he was also watching it hover over kind of like that that almost whale shaped thing and in Mm -hmm. in his mind he's like they're observing whales um that's wild too and i feel like there's something going on with the ocean there because orcas have been on a roll that's where i was going that's where i was was about to say that there's been a lot of weird weird shit orcas are on one lately boats yeah there's a video I saw that was so... I completely changed my tune on Orcas. You know, you go back to when you're a kid, you watch Free Willy with the Michael Jackson introduction. Yeah. You just are pumped about Free Willies. <laughs> Fucking Free Willy, man. Yeah, you're just pumped about Orcas. But then I just saw videos, two gray whales, these beautiful docile whales that uh, tend to pair up and, and they they are fairly solitary in their pairs. Swimming in the open ocean, just nice and docile, nice and slow, these beautiful animals. And all of a sudden, it was a drone footage, and it was one of the most insane things I've ever seen, where there was a pod of orcas that was more than 20 in number, and they were following in, su- in pursuit by a quite a distance, to a distance in which the, uh, the, the gray whales likely would not have detected their presence. From that, the orcas made this crazy strike where they essentially sent two orcas, almost as like a little like squadron leaders, just full speed directly at these gray whales and the gray whales of course sense the presence and kind of roll over to try to get their back you know the the, their spine their shield more or less in in contact with the orcas but at the end of the day that initial attack um more or less is getting these gray whales to flip over on their back and then the rest of the pod comes in and just like goes nuts on these whales strikes and they i'm just like what is with these freaking orcas is that and that's the thing is that normal behavior or is that you know that that's what i would have to yeah i would say that i yeah for sure i think that's probably more in line with normal behavior versus the the boat the the attacking of the boats that's the weird thing is i also saw a video recently somebody's out in the ocean swimming with flippers on Mm -hmm. like just doing backstroke or you know just cruising along like a psychopath in the middle (laughs) (laughs) and and orca like mom comes up with her like calf i think they call yeah calf yeah um and they're they're like just swimming along with the human playing next to it and it's like yeah and the person was in a like a uh wetsuit so it with flippers on it would seem to me it looks a lot like a seal, which is like their main prey. Yeah. And the, the things were just kind of like playing next to it. So then like, then you see like the kind side of them and you're like, what, what's going on here? Yeah. I mean, something's going on in this world. I mean, a lot of different uh, changes in, uh, in, uh, you know, all the wildfires we got going on. We had, uh, I mean, shit, our, uh, our air quality has been, Less than superb. Yeah, this summer's um, been a, a crazy so yeah, one. A lot of wildfires going on, a lot of earthquakes going on. You never know. And uh, orcas are tr- churning up the ocean, attacking boats. And we got Tic Tacs floating, floating into the ocean. So, but I most mean, importantly, yeah. we have Underberg. It, yeah, I mean, if all else fails, grab a berg. Yes. <laughs> and just uh, If the orcas take to the land, just grab a berg. Yeah. Give them a berg. They'll chill out. You'll be fine. You know the orcas. The the orcas could be the aliens. We don't even know it. They, they could. They, they could. could be flying around in those tic tacs. 
And as we um, as we transit, yeah, that'd be insane. Well, it, as we, we found we, organic matter. We f- it was actually an orca. <laughs> it's a, it's non-human. It's an orca whale, folks. Um, and as we transition into our break here, I wanted to um, introduce an interesting stat here. So gyrification, which is the um, the total amount of cortical nerve tissue in your brain that processes information, more or less the wrinkles in your brain, all of the different gyrations. They have what's called um, a gyrencephaly index, a GI index. <laughs> so for humans, it's 2.2. Okay. For bottlenose dolphins, it's 5.6. And for orcas, it's 5.7. So they are the most gyrified brain in the entire world. So their brain is much larger than ours. And yet it's not like you see like large animals and you see their brain and it's like way bigger, but it doesn't have all the like lobes and crazy gyrification. Yeah. Theirs does. And so it says, um, according to this, there's some uh, proven evidence here that um, orca whales have the IQ of that of a 15 or 16 year old human being. Really? So they're pretty fucking smart. Which is insane. I mean, it just, they're attacking, there is evidence too from the the boat attacks that there was one female orca in a pod that was hit by a prop. Mm. And the the rest of the pod was like pissed and they were just attacking boats left and right. And then they can communicate with the little ticking noises. So they were like sending signals to other pods to be like, there's a boat over here. There's a boat. Let's get it. And um, fucking take this asshole down. It's insane. It's wild. So I kind of love it. Even though it's humans getting taken down, I kind of love it. Just the the intelligence of that creature. The whales taking over, yeah. and they're, they're so like, self-aware. No. Yeah. Like, yeah. You fucked up one of ours. We're going to fuck up some of yours. Yeah. And the self-awareness thing, I mean, yeah, like, again, getting back to free will, you just watch that movie. It's it's sad as hell. Like, there are these self-aware things, and they're in these small tanks at freaking SeaWorld, um, and now they're pissed. We, we've yeah. done them wrong, and now they're pissed. But yeah. anyway, with that, we'll, uh, we're going to go ahead and transition into our Berg break presented by underberg two bergs this episode two bergs this episode hey, for uh, we for might even reason. have three hell yeah we, i mean let's celebrate yeah we will um so we'll be back with you in a bit take a berg with us we hope you do and we'll see you in a few cheers cheers eclipse on tap is also brought to you by ecliptic brewing ecliptic brewing located in portland oregon brings you the best space beers ever made Oh, without a doubt. The space beer trend is big, but no one does. They, they it. own it. Oh, they yeah. own it. They absolutely yeah. own it. Legendary brewmaster John Harris really brings together his passion for space and beer together in now two locations in Portland, Oregon, Ecliptic Brewing and the Moon Room. Moon Room looks awesome. Got to check it out. If you live in the Pacific Northwest, make it make it a destination. Some of the best beer you'll ever have. Go to the website too. Yeah. Ecliptecbrewing.com. Check them out today. Wait for the build. Wait for the build. Welcome back to Eclipse on Tap. Coming back from the bird break right now. We're here. Welcoming you in. Keep it on. Keep it on the station. There's the, there it is. That's a 187.4 on the FM dial. 
If you were um, growing up in the '90s, hope you're you, feeling good tonight. You know the song, the the intro, the intro to Free Willy when Michael Jackson in that loose oh, that loose man. white shirt and he's just like rocking out glove fucking, on yes. the glitter glove. So I saw the glitter glove. Uh, it's at the Seattle uh, Museum of music or something like that like That's, uh it's not like a hall of fame it's a museum of music or a museum of ooh. like pop and industry or something interesting really? and they I had wonder, the michael that, jackson do you think it travels because that seems random that it's in seattle <laughs> yeah well they had like tupac's lyrics written out on his like notebook oh and they had like kurt cobain's sweater from uh what's the album you know like the kind of shaggy sweater that yep. like camel yeah. sweater that he wore they had that there it's a cool place. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Is Tupac still alive? Think? I think so. That's okay. Talk about conspiracy theories. There I saw a video. It was on like uh it looked like a red carpet event somewhere, you know, and that's that could be anything. They do that for all sorts of shit these days. But it was Tupac's brother and he like I don't know if it was a slip or something, and he was like, Oh yeah, he's still like he pretty much admitted that he was still alive. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. That that's that kind of plays into the whole conspiracy thing like mm-hmm. that we were talking the, mm-hmm. in the first half there there are a lot of those where it's like dudes that worked on you know plot project blue book have disappeared you know nobody can contact them yeah and like the conspiracy is that they're on some like paradise island somewhere just hanging out yeah yeah but here uh we'll have our birds Let's have a bird. yep here we go here i'll pass please, them out please bird please we had our first half. We're going to move on into our second half with nothing better than a bird. An underberg celebrating 163 years in the United States this August 29th. Question for you, though. Do you guys rip it? Like, I always try to rip it as close to the underberg label, or do you, you go high? I go high. I go high because I like it. I, I, I usually like it just above where the uh, berg uh, actual label is on the bottle. So, but, you go, uh, so you go low. I went a little bit went lower. Low. I went lower right now, but usually I keep it like right where the berg is. Oh, See, like, I always try oh. to cut a clean line on the it's all about, logo. So here's how. Do you twist? Do you, I twist with the paper on? Ooh, do you, I don't. No. You peel. No, I peel yeah. first. It's all about personal preference, and this is just yet another thing that Underberg brings to the table. Some creativity. Tell it's us how you drink your you. bergs, people. Yeah. yeah. All do right, you cheers, drink boys. It cold? Cheers. Them up. Uh, you can X at us on X. Yeah. Instead, instead of tweet at us on that's Twitter. That's another new thing <laughs> yeah. that's just happened, too. Oh, it's just yeah. called Elon. X. Oh, my God. Elon, we got so much on you. Cheers. Cheers. Let it percolate, bitches. Yeah. X at us. Um, X us at, uh, at Eclipse on Tap. Yeah. Dot X <laughs> dot. <laughs> when you yeah. said that just now, when you Are said you saving l- these caps? We should start resaving. Oh, I said them. hell yes, I do. Uh, yeah, if you gotta save, gotta fill the. There's my two. If you're an Underberg, uh, if you're new to the Underberg, uh, you can save your caps for some of the coolest swag you've ever seen, including. Or you could become friends with us, and then you just get swag. Yeah, you can just get swag from us too. But if you save your caps, you can turn them in for swag, including a leather belt that looks like a bandolier, where you can host your Underberg ammunition. I wonder how many it holds. Uh, it holds twelve. No, the the one that they that uh, oh they had the bigger one yeah, yeah the bigger had, one bigger is one. like a bullet holster yeah it's like. thicker uh, mine's more of a belt we have th- I yeah. think four of them um, and they hold the six on the left six on the right and um, but the other one has it's like one after another like bullets yeah they're close yeah yeah, yeah. and it's more something you sling around your shoulder well um, we could figure this out don't forget the hat too the average the hat. male waist is we'll call it thirty two thirty four. Uh-huh. 
So those are probably an inch. Yep. So it probably ho- holds like 30. 30 and the hat holds books. one. The, yeah, the hat on holds the one. The the binding covers hold two. There's all sorts of ways that you can take Underberg on the go. And then the, the little clasp uh, thing the twin holds two. Yeah, twin tin. Twin yeah, tin's the, the way to go. Yeah, the twin tin is something. If, you, uh, if you're on the go and you really found your, your niche with Underberg and you really love it, come see us at Grattan because we have a shit ton of twin tins. They're fantastic. It's a little tin. Holds two Underbergs. Um, I love carrying it in my uh, my heavy jacket when I go snowboarding. Um, it's perfect for the slopes. If we uh, like you, it might come loaded with two twin or two, two birds, birds in it. In it. Yep. But um, fully it's, loaded. I would say that's only if we like you. That's a perfect. The twin tin is a perfect application for the slopes for sure. Yes. And and when when talking about the slopes, there's something energizing too about Underberg. It's not, in my opinion, obviously it's going to settle your stomach down. It's a digestive. But I think in addition to that, it really just kind of like gets you back up to speed. So yeah. if you're like on the slopes, when I was in Colorado a couple of winters ago, you know, you're out there all day and it's kind of like you get to 2 p.m. or something. You're like, oh, man, I, I'm kind of getting a little bit exhausted yeah. by all this. And then you take a break. You're like right back in it. Let's get some fucking white snow, baby. To feel bright and alert. But David has a beer I, for I us. Could try oh, out, I could try out boarding, by the way. Ooh. I could try it. You heard it I've here. Been scouting. I've been scouting a little here. bit. I've been scouting a little bit. He on wants the, a uh, Berg board. Yeah. Oh, you just just commit. Just, just do buy it. it. Just go just fucking balls it. deep you and get the Berg board. Just get it. Just it's it, it's also like hey, I gave you my two caps tonight. It's like, also let's a, get this fucking Berg board. It's also a top class Burton snowboard. They did not chintz. On no, the it's Bert. like the Berg it's the best board. board. You can't even you can't buy a Berg board with caps though. No, you can't. But you can buy it with money. Well, I chipped in anyway. <laughs> you can buy it with cash. Okay. And uh, if you buy it, you have to get the bindings. You can <laughs> buy it with hard-earned cash. <laughs> yes. Gosh I'll, darn it. I'll chip in five bucks. Yeah. Okay. I'll chip in I'm five good for as well. Five. I'm good for a five. <laughs> <laughs> well, David has Thanks. a beer for us here for I the do, second I half. do have a beer. Very and, spacey. Uh, I, contrary to popular belief, I can speak on the microphone and read. Uh, I have a college read. degree and a job for now. <laughs> So I will go ahead and read off this can. This is one that we just got actually not too long ago. We voted on it. Not a sponsor. Break. Not a sponsor, but uh, Equilibrium Brewing. Where are they at? Uh, they are out of. I don't know if it says. I'll look it up. Just uh, New York. New York. Ooh, Middleton, New York. East side of the country. Yeah. So um, space theme beer. Yeah. Obviously, the label is pretty cool. Actually, um, it beer balanced by science. Comes in at a whopping eight and a half percent. Ooh, ooh, zing! Uh, we've got ourselves Galaxy Cluster Double India Pale Ale with marshmallow. Ooh. So, um, and also, I don't know why this is on here, but <laughs> I, I think it's it has to do with when it was released. I'm guessing, but uh, Space Exploration Week 2023. I'm I'm, sh- I'm assuming it was released yeah. then. Yeah. Um, it has a stamp. It looks like of when it was brewed right here. Is it uh, March 20th or something? March 29, 2023. Yeah. So, all right. Um, we just picked this one up. Let's go exploring. So, yeah. yeah, let's go. Fill me up. Let's go exploring. Crack, crack it. it. Crack it. Oh. Oh. That, that's an IPA crack. There's ah. a difference. I'm telling you, there is a difference between Ooh. a Pilsner, a lager, an IPA, a mm-hmm. stout, the Yours crack on sur- it. Definitely more hollow. That was a absolute. That was like. You need to go work for Miller Lite or something. Do cracks for them. <laughs> yeah, all I do is crack beers for Miller Lite on the mic. I'd be like the poo man, but I crack beers. Yes, the poo collector. Anybody have a beer to crack? I'll crack it for you. 
That's a mighty skimpy pour. Thank you. <laughs> he pours <Well>. his full. <laughs> Asshole. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. No, no it's I'll, fine. I'll, Don't, I'll give you more. This is an afterthought here. now. It's, just, oh, it's only here, because I gave you shit about here, it. Here, Princess. Here, it's very, here, um, here. It's here very, it is. Here it is. Oh, oh, there you go. Thank you. Hazy in color, for sure. Uh, there you go, Princess. Cheers. Cheers, right. cheers, guys. It's got some good carbonation. Episode. Like. I totally dud. Oh, man. I got a bit of a head on mine. But episode 66. Cheers. That's damn good. I get a lot of citrus. citrus. I get a lot of orange. I got the marshmallow on the back end. Very creamy. Thank you, Equilibrium. Yes, Equilibrium Brewing. I like the slogan, beer balanced by science. That's cool. Keep cold, drink fresh. Um, I ain't going to read the <laughs> government warning. I ain't going to read that. <laughs> but nothing else on there. No, it's a tasty oh, one. Old D Will's expected. <laughs> and uh, you, the cool thing about the can, too, I Did thought it was... tacos today, and they're coming out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, it's, I, I wonder, I wish they would tell, tell us what this Gestation galaxy cluster is. Nine hours. <laughs> <laughs> but there's like the weave of the universe in the background and then a galaxy. It's a pretty cool can. I like it. Yeah. They did a nice it's job with the can. Very cool. Very cool. Almost looks like an image from James Webb. Yes. On the can. Let me see that. Yes, James yeah. Webb is now into its uh, solid second year. Obviously, we talked a lot about James Webb in episode 65, so check that out for sure. Um, and uh, and listen about James Webb's first birthday. We blew the candles out on the birthday cake for James Webb. And folks, um, I uh, NASCAR's done. Really, the next big event is the eclipse. Mm-hmm. So no, if you, no, there's a big event coming well, in there, September. Well, yeah, that, 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 that too. September. That too. The one that everyone knows about is the eclipse. Yep. There are more big events on the way, on the horizon, yes. including Underberg Man. Underberg Ground Man. Yes. Under, Underberg Ground Man. Um, but the eclipse is really like, that. that is what really got me through um, having to leave the Irish Hills. Yes. Is the fact that we have the eclipse to look forward to. Yep. There's a lot of other things to look forward to, but... Yeah, I mean it's it's coming quick. It's coming so very prepare quick. yourself. April eighth, twenty twenty four. Doctor Telepin has been posting a lot of stuff about that. The man is get his app. Yeah, get his app. Get it going. So solar eclipse timer. If you haven't listened to that episode, episode sixty four, featuring Doctor Gordon Telepin, the man is a legend, and uh, you well worth checking out if you're um, interested in seeking out the eclipse, which you absolutely should be. And I certainly hope you would if you're listening this deep into an episode. Um, get Lo- Dr. Gordon Telkin's app. Get it. And uh, and please review it well because it's very, very... Um, it's an essential piece to the puzzle for getting you the best possible experience you could hope for uh, with an eclipse. And speaking on the eclipse, this is a good little segue. I'm looking forward to in the second weekend of October, I'll be uh, traveling to my good friend Eric Ball's uh, house. He lives in Austin, Texas. And the, the visit is uh, to, to just, of course, visit him. He's moved down there recently. He's, and then, um, but, but in a, a kind of the subsidiary um, task for me on that trip is going to be to just kind of scout out some sites. Um, I think Eric will be very interested in witnessing the eclipse as well. So he'll be kind of our beacon. And we learned in episode 64 from Gordon that his A site, his number one site is in Austin, Texas. So um, it could be a very good landing spot for us and we'll have more to come 
later this fall and I'm looking forward to that. I'm certainly going to use it as a scouting trip in a way. Um, in addition to visiting a good friend, uh, a friend of the podcast, of course, but, um, but yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting. I, I want to just kind of gauge like open spaces. I mean, there's a reality there. Like I, I'm pretty sure his yard is pretty massive. We yeah. might be able to even station there um, if he's up for it. So we'll we'll have more to come about what our site is looking like, our, our plan A. Eric's good for it. Right, yeah. Ben? Yeah. You ready? He's, ready? He's, he's good, good for it. You know you're good for well, it. Well, eh? um, we'll just crash in your bunk bed. Honestly, like, I don't even care where, you know, if it's in a field, if it's in a affordable dentures parking lot. I don't care where I am as long it's as I'm Mickey with D's the people I care about and love and I'm there and I, I'm soaking myself in the shadow of the moon. In the umbra. I really don't care. I really don't care where I'm at. I'm with you. And to be touched yet again by the umbra is going to be exquisite. It's going to be an absolutely phenomenal event. And to, to just try to capture and comprehend that it will be double the length of the eclipse of 2017 that we experience. Uh, folks, we're in for a treat. A seven-year span between eclipses in the United States does not happen ever. I mean, this is this is a opportunity just like we as humans on this planet Earth now are witnessing um, the reveal of aliens. We're also witnessing a very close um, cycle of eclipses, total solar eclipses, in fact. And uh, it's a special thing. You have to go down. And whether it's in Toledo, Ohio, or in Indianapolis, or in Austin, Texas, cheers. I'm raising my glass right now, and uh, I shared this with both of you guys. Um, let me let me take a drink. Hang on. Yeah, it's a good beer. I can. It's I can a really. I good can beer. really taste that marshmallow, man. I can. I can. I can. Um, it's very very prominent. At the end of it, at the end of that sip, you can taste. I, it. I still don't get the marshmallow. I get more citrus. Really. But anyhow, hey, check well, your palate, bro. Let me, let me get my toast here, let the real man, quick. Let the boy talk. <laughs> let the boy talk. Um. I, I, I just want to toast to you guys because I told you this both at the, at the cottage and uh, it's really cool. You know, we're kind of celebrating EOT right now with, you know, Underberg and uh, where this this has come and, um, you know, the planning for the upcoming total solar eclipse. Um, and my, you know, like my kids are excited about it. And like we've got a, a huge group of people that are excited about it. And we're bringing a lot of people, cool people together. I mean, uh, potentially John Harris. Uh, of Ecliptic you know, Brewing. Yeah, uh, of Ecliptic Brewing. Um, and then we got Patrick from Underberg. Um, and then, like, our crew here and, and just people, like, friends, family, whatever it is, from all over the country. And uh, this all started because you guys started uh, the podcast after the the. Uh, 2017 eclipse yes. and um yep. it's it's cool like and you know the team the team the cycling team is having a lot of fun and doing well and um it's it's just cool to see where this has come and i so that i want to toast to you guys for starting this and getting this rolling and like the ownership the leadership that you both have have you know taken on with this and, and it's cool to have all this community together and and uh it's gonna be it's gonna be fun in april it will be it oh, will yeah. be absolutely fun cheers cheers again cheers it's, big cheers. cheers again really the climax of the eclipse will be in april yep and the, um, the uh the climax and like yeah i'm, I'm proud to be a, par a part of this as well obviously you know like we didn't know where this was gonna go yep that long ago i mean we were just happy to be um 
doing this and then uh you know obviously we had that little mic in middle of the table and yeah planet of the well we didn't really have a planet of the month we had a Kind of. We, we kind of did, but we, we, we featured a planet. Was very factual. You, know, you featured, didn't you guys feature astronauts early we did, on? We did, too. Yeah, we and did we, feature we astronauts. Should, actually, we could keep doing that, um, I, I think. But just as far as this has come, I mean, it, it's, been, it's been a lot of fun. I mean, and it's all about the passion that we've got for space and for astronomy and all that. And, and I'm community. Really, and, oh, yeah. And, yeah, community, community too. Bu- building this community of, like, space enthusiasts and... Yeah, cycling and, and like family and friends, everything. It just yeah. feels like a uh, there's a really common thread there that we, I would say, didn't know existed. Um, and, and yeah, go ahead. Just just to add to that, like, you know, when we were out at the lake, mm-hmm. we went on that ride with Jordan and Jason. Yep. And like, we have got such a cool community of people yeah. affiliated yeah. with this. Like, we do. And then, you know, this week at Graden, we, you know, we had a great week. Uh, of racing unfortunately matt couldn't join us but the the team like this is just so good i love it we should shout out the podium yes we got one podium Uh, i mean david took second mad because i i you gifted it i gifted it but i i I took second it was a good gift because so aaron zuki's who's uh part of the team his son was out there this week aaron's on a fucking yacht right now (laughs) (laughs) but his son luke was out there and uh, so Luke and David get away at the end. David gifted the gifted win. it to Luke, who, Luke is, who a, is deserving. I mean, yeah, there was there was a point there in the race where he attacked going up the hill on the backside before the off camber. Uh-huh. And I was like chewing my stem to like even stay close, let alone like be able to like, get on his wheel and like he's essentially or anything. He's essentially a ghost rider for Eclipse on Tap in a way. He is. Yeah. He's going to wear the Eclipse on Tap jersey next week. Yeah, he should. The leaders. Yeah, I hope he does. I, I, yeah, I mean, I guess I'll, going off of what you said, I mean, I already kind of said some things, but yeah, very uh, surreal just kind of how everything has uh, transpired here and mm-hmm. uh, very, very cool, um, I don't know, sequence of events over the years and we're 66 episodes in. Mm-hmm. We're having a good time. We're still talking about space, aliens, all that kind of cool stuff. And we're uh, counting we get, down we're, to 2024. Yeah, we got some. We're right. We're on the cusp now, and that's the that's the crazy thing to me. Like I can't even believe it because after the 2017 eclipse, it seems so far away, and here we are. Yeah, we're almost yeah. there, and we got to start planning. We're, we have been planning uh, a little bit here, but we're gonna have our meeting uh, this this fall or yeah. winter ish. Yep. Uh, to figure out where we're gonna go, we have a great friend and Dr. Telepin. Uh, in terms of the weather uh, patterns and all that kind of stuff. A consultant. A a very good consultant. Um, So we're going to speak to him again once we We get closer. We got to get Bill Steffen to come with us. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but I'm just, yeah, very, very happy to, to, at where we're at, uh, how much, how far we've come. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, we've grown quite a bit. All those people you named off. And then you start thinking about, like, Ward Mitch at Speciation. Yep. Uh, um, John Harris and Colette Becker at uh, Ecliptic. Ecliptic yep. <sighs> all sorts Man, of that's people. cool. It's yeah. cool that Wick and all it took was you guys going to an eclipse. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And coming back from that eclipse, uh, for those, I mean, you can certainly listen back to episode one if you dare. I mean, it's a Jake Sittler. Jake Sittler, yeah, from Endo Cafe. Um, Stacy Moss, Doug Moss from Spoke. Oh yeah, 
all sorts of people um, interested I, in I the could, eclipse. I could play. Ian, the, Brett, the you very marketing beginning. tools. I'm just going to name them all off. I'm going <laughs> to. I'm going to play the very beginning yeah. of episode one. Yeah, pull that up. All. Pull that up. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to do it. It's, uh, get it. It's an awkward affair. You know, it, it's we go back to saying we were starting out on what was more or less a webcam mic, um, in a in a situation where if you haven't talked on a mic before it's it's challenging like it, it, once you get used to it it's no big deal but for the first little bit there it's um it's weird to hear your own to hear what you're saying in in your ears and and it's just a it's a it's an interesting experience but david's got it pulled up He's here we go it. let's Come do on. a little throwback so uh episode <laughs> one episode one Hi, the tale the tale of totality yes. welcome to the first episode of eclipse on tap Ecl- uh, Are you going to co- play it? Yeah, I'm going to do that. No. But co-host David and Tom generally surrounding it. Just play it. What was your bump music? I don't even remember. We didn't We didn't have any bump music. Hold, please. Okay. Yeah, we had no... We got to mix up the bump music. Yeah. We had, oh, oh, we did have oh, this. Yeah. yeah, we did have this. I'm just going to sip my beer. Welcome to Eclipse on Tap, the podcast where we talk about eclipses and totality becomes reality. (laughs) My name is Matt. I'm one of the two co-hosts, and I am from originally from the east side of the state of Michigan, but now talking to you from a basement in Beer City, USA, Grand Rapids, Michigan. My other co-host is David, and he'll introduce himself. Yeah. Hey, I'm David, Um, and yeah, I'm just here from... Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, just it's so funny. Basically in a basement right now, <laughs> sipping on a beer. Um, what are we drinking, Matt? Well, I'm drinking uh, a very fitting beer for Space Talk called Sunspot. It is a Hefeweizen Ale, German style from Greenbush. <laughs> okay, that's enough. <laughs> in Sawyer, Michigan, which is the southwest corner of Michigan. Yeah, it you was, get the uh, idea. We've come a long way, team. Um, yeah, it's it's fun to it's fun to have witnessed and been a part of the whole journey thinking that it's what's wild to consider that i think as of september of um this upcoming year not not this year but the year after will be seven years um because more or less it was approximately seven years between the two eclipses and I, i can say the same as david when we first started it it was like all right 2024 is like far away i mean it's i had it oh yeah no one knew what seven years that's a long time that's um a lot can happen in seven years. Yeah, it's you've got life changes. You've got all sorts of stuff happening in every facet of your life. And yet we've had this one consistent thread. And going back to like the community of it, we when we first started it, there was no idea. I don't think that there was this some, somehow, some way, there's this very core thread of people that happen to kind of be keen in on space or at least interested in it. If you were yeah. to provide them news about some sort of space event, they'd be like, oh, that's cool you know, they're not going to turn away from it. They also might like to drink craft beer or beer in general. They're about underberg now. They like to ride bikes or they like to be outside in general. And the, the kind of hashtag for our podcast from the very beginning has been get out, look up like, and that is the embodiment of it all. Um, people that just like to be doing kind of that kind of stuff together. Um, it's wild to see where it's come and just the, the, like even like the equipment changes we've had, like I was saying, uh, alluding to there, you could tell even on the audio, we were just recording from a spatial mic. It was a tiny little $50 mic from Best Buy that I had from, I don't even know, I think it was from college or something. Hey, yeah. So look at us. Look at us, yeah. guys. Look at well, us. I, I just 
a disclaimer. Um, when we did the early episodes, mm-hmm. we were sipping on a lot of whiskey beforehand. Yes. So <laughs> episode um, two is a good example of that. Yeah. Just just a disclaimer, just because, uh, yeah, we had to kind of loosen up a little bit to, to get used to being in a mic. Yeah. I don't need, none of us were used to it. No, so, not at all. Um, it's yeah. challenging. But yeah, we, we, we came a long way. We, and I think something's, you know, when we expanded, I think it was around episode 18 or so when we, when we finally purchased some new equipment, the mics that we have now, uh, we bought a proper mixer, we got a better digital audio interface, all these sorts of things. Prior to that, you're on a spatial mic, meaning that it's just a tiny little mic sitting in the center of the table and you're just talking into it. That's kind of an awkward situation. You know, with yeah. having a mic here, it's you have like your personal mic, you feel ready for it and uh, it's just yeah. better. What do we got here, Nathan? Hey, look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. <laughs> Is that that's Paul right. Rudd? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, for sure. It's, look at uh, us. Look at us. It's been a really fun thought. journey. And in the in you know, August eighth, twenty twenty four is the is the eclipse, of course, but we're we're continuing on from there. I mean it's not the end when uh, twenty twenty four occurs. Of course the next eclipse in the United States beyond twenty twenty four is um, twenty forty eight, right? Yeah, it's it's a number of years later, several decades <laughs> that's later. That's when you guys are gonna yeah. have to reel me out there and that's what roll me out that's the sand thing. dune. Well that's one thing, uh e- like twenty twenty four is a big put a bag over my head <laughs> well i mean we're talking like underberg eclipse on tap uh glasses for the eclipse oh yeah oh yeah some solar eclipse glasses. solar eclipse glasses we're talking the the whole the whole uh kit and caboodle here folks yeah like we're gonna be ready to go for this eclipse i cannot wait for this eclipse I've been waiting a long time. Yes. A long, hey. long time. <laughs> Listen here. <laughs> yeah, no, we got to reach out to, um, uh, thanks to Gordon, Dr. Gordon Telepin, yeah, American David, Paper took, Optics. Yeah, American Paper Optics. Yeah. You, you took note on that, right? Yeah, we did. Oh, yeah. I did. Oh, yeah. I did. Yeah, we're going to get hooked up with them. I think we should reach out to Gordon to get a connection there, create eclipse glasses. I think Underberg themed eclipse glasses would be insane. Um, and we'll maybe, do it. Maybe we put like, Dr. Gordon's uh, signature on one arm and then oh, yeah. eclip, uh, Eclipse on tap and Underberg on the other arm. Something. Oh, we'll we'll yeah. come up with something. I mean, I mean, guys, come on. Like, the uh, tent could be the perfect theme for the glasses. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're oh, yeah. going to be full print, full color. Yeah, oh, yeah, we're going all out on this. and uh, Full on Underberg glasses. And oh, it's yeah. not to say, of course, in 2024, we've alluded to the fact that beyond that is a fairly distant future for eclipses in the United States. But it's not to say that there's not eclipses elsewhere. And the way, uh, you know, I, I think the future is bright with what we've got going on. We could... Uh, Especially now that we're going to be able to, like, bend space and time with, like, interplanetary ob- uh, flying... Objects, UAVs, UFOs. Yeah. UAVs. That was uh, deep. That's deep. Yeah. But but I mean, more or less, what yeah, I'm saying is like, like worldwide like Australia, eclipses. Like you can be a you zip three on seconds. Over. Yeah, we're not. We're not okay. F- yeah, I guess I, maybe what you're saying is, yeah. folks, we're not just focused on the the USA eclipses. Uh, we kind of are, but we're we're, we're beyond obviously uh, beyond 2024 and and everything that has led up to 2024. Obviously, there's been other. Total eclipses leading up to this. Yep, there'll be more after the fact. Um, we've already talked about a lot of those, but get out, look up. That's the main focus here, folks. Get out and look up. Get yourself a telescope, uh, and and have a, have yourself a good time. 
Mm-hmm. Have yourself a good time. Enjoy the night sky. To, enjoy the night sky. I think beyond yeah. 2024, right, we'll at that time have witnessed, or at least you and I, David, we'll have witnessed two eclipses. We understand that the future is a bit distant for eclipses in the United States. So with that being said, with where we're going and what I feel like the future is for what, we're, what we hold um, it, with this podcast and continuing on beyond 2024, I say after 2024, we can officially declare ourselves as eclipse chasers and right. we can uh, start to take this worldwide. <laughs> Speaking of which, I saw a 2017 Total Eclipse uh, T-shirt at the Gypsy Tents at NASCAR. What? Mm. Yes, I did. I saw it. it was you one didn't of the ones, buy it? Same one. It was a triple XL. The one that Andy had. One Andy you didn't had buy us. it. We had. We bought it yeah. already. We oh, bought we, it a couple years I ago. I own one already. I do too. Yeah. Andy. Uh, Andy Verstig, a good friend of mine and friend of the podcast at NASCAR, a NASCAR legend. Um, he he saw the he saw Low those. Low country uh, broil. Yeah. Legend. Low Country Boyle Legend. He, um, I think it was in 2018. It was the year after, or maybe, yep. but it was the year of the eclipse. No, it wouldn't have been. It, it would, had been the year after. It was 2019 when it got rained out. It got rained out, but he bought. Uh, he saw those. He thought of us. He bought some, and yeah, I still have it. It's uh, it's a cool shirt for sure. So, um, I can't wait to just see all. We're, I mean, we're gonna obviously do a which bunch of awesome it? swag. Like there be night or no? Which one it's no? uh, I, I mean, it's. I think it was like a large. It's I mean, like it's, a it's commemorative t-shirt but i do have the one we got in hopkinsville and it's glow in the dark and it's yes, fucking badass it is but it's a small so is mine it's a small it's and i don't fit in the small in. t-shirts anymore that's you all they have left in, son. we'll give it to uh to emrys or mila or somebody it, i mean yeah. it's it is it's like a, a, a proper small i mean it's tiny but it, it had to buy it it's, had a, gildan, to, yeah. it's a gildan small and it, it's really frame heavy it. it's really heavy mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh it, we'll, we'll frame it we'll frame it but Gildan, uh, man, they make the worst shirts. <laughs> they are sweatshirts. They They're fucking terrible. <laughs> they hey, make the worst shirts. We gotta, we gotta do a shirt too. I mean, yeah, just saying. Oh like, yeah, this absolutely. Fall, we sh- this this fall, we should do like a hoodie, like t-shirt. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll do some co-branded swag with our um, our good friends at Underberg, of course, as now they have um, really stepped it up with us, and we're going to reciprocate that, step it up with them too, like and a f- um, like a fishing. Yeah. Hoodie, yeah, like yeah, a, yeah, have to. Oh, yeah, fishnet underbird, <laughs> fishnet hoodie, fish, a fishnet hoodie. Unless your nipples poke out and breathe, um, no, like a fishing hoodie with the EOT underbird connection, like mm-hmm. a navy blue hoodie. I think what would yeah. be sick actually is if bass, it was just a, like a bass on the back. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. So if it was just navy blue, and in the front, like on the top left right here, if it was just just our eclipse logo, not the not the font or anything, just the eclipse, and then over here it just said Underberg, just nice and simple, classy. That'd be badass. Did let's, you see let's the shirt? Go boys. Speaking of shirts, I'm sorry, I'm going off the rails here, but did you see the shirt I got at NASCAR after the race? Got like called at 75 laps this is a monday purchase this is a no. monday purchase dale jr and it's like it, it is the best shirt i think i own for nascar at this hey, point these goodyear hats are dope they are and i got a compliment hey, today i think we should do a yeah we should get these caps for underberg and eclipse on tap like this exact one it's navy on the front white mesh but the, you do like the underberg eclipse on tap logos on it oh yeah oh Fucking yes. Oh, yeah. I would live in that thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, check the shirt? shirt out. I think it said wheeling and reeling, right? Yep. So I um, can go grab it, it too. I mean, it's easy to go Here grab it. Is. But Come on, Jamie. So, um, one thing about um, Dale Jr., I mean, obviously, we're talking NASCAR earlier. 
he um, has kind of revitalized his motorsports career in a way, in a very awesome way. If you're a fan of podcasts, I highly recommend you check out the Dale Jr. Download. It's one of my favorite podcasts. I listen to it. I mean, he he episode or he produces episodes multi multiple times a week, and um, he just has kind of revitalized his passion for motorsports. And as a result, not only does he is he the owner of Junior Motorsports, which would they have a charter in the Xfinity series, which is the the tier two series in NASCAR, but he has started to race again in his own series that he owns with Ke- with Kevin uh, Harvick actually, which is called the Cars Tour, and they race late model stock cars. So he races a late model stock in that series with the number three, his father's authentic number, and this is the series. Uh, this is the shirt, um, and it, it's just fantastic. Dale Jr. reeling and wheeling with a freaking bass on it and everything. Because he's sponsored. Is that the shirt that I got? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's so good. He's uh, his uh, late model stock in the Cars Tour is sponsored by Bass um, Pro. How much does that you back? It was only like 28 bucks. $28? Yeah. Yeah. They have nice deals. The hat that we got was 40, but. Oh, no. man. So, so I think we got ripped off with that, by the way. I think it was marked at 34, and he charged both of us 40. No, the, the ones with the rope are 40. The ones without the rope are thirty-four. So, well, the rope was worth at the end of the well, at the end of the so at, at the end of the weekend there was like those were sold out. Were they? Yeah. Oh yeah, Big they time. were. So like on uh, Monday, I w- I walked up to the same. We we did like ten laps around that whole area. That hat was sold out. All the other ones were still there. It's a good hat. It's it's a good hat. It's and a also, very quality hat. when I showed up to NASCAR, not that anyone on the that's listening right now live uh cares but i said to matt i said i need a i need a good year yes i need did. a good year hat and yep. first booth we walked up to sure I, enough. I was surprised that you hesitated because i was just like i'm taking that yeah i'm i'm good because yeah. and then you waited you i was kind of i was kind of hoping they'd have like i okay so all of the cool posters that the race chaser has in the garage there are some there's a couple posters where he's got guys like Nigel Mansell and all that with the Goodyear hat on. That's all blue. Oh yeah, with the original yeah, with the patch on it. The yeah. patch, and yeah. the rope on the the rope on the hat's gold too. And I was kind of like, oh, maybe they have one of those. I'll look around and they. I, I and plus then you pulled the trigger on it. And I was like, oh, I don't want to copy you, but I don't care. I'll just do it anyway. So it's a quality yeah. hat. It's quality it's hat. And the, cap- but yeah, me. on the drive over, we were having that conversation. Wouldn't it be cool to find a Goodyear hat? And in fact, we got lucky in this year. Uh, and Julia got a cool tied one. Too. Oh yeah, the, the one that yeah. you got her. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there was some really cool. And and exactly exactly where I'm going with that is that um, this is the 75th anniversary of NASCAR. And as a result, they had a special trailer. If you've ever been to a motorsports race or a NASCAR race, there's trailers out for all the drivers and all the memorabilia and everything. But they had a specific trailer for the 75th anniversary with, I would say, arguably the best merch I've ever seen at a NASCAR race, uh, including the Goodyear hats, multiple. There was some other cool ones as well. But then they had some ultra throwbacks, like a number 17 Daryl Waltrip Tide Car hat which was fantastic i got a number three wrangler dale earnhardt jr or no. sorry dale earnhardt jr senior who was who was the number ricky 17? rudd You're ricky rudd yeah daryl waltrip's the original tide was he yeah, oh yeah oh yeah for sure ricky rudd though he was he was the number 17 tide for yeah he ages. took he took that over but daryl waltrip was the original tide uh, I got the Dale Earnhardt Sr. hat, which, which on his, obviously everyone knows Dale Sr. from his Good Wrench cars, the number three, the Intimidator, the black and the black and silver, 
But uh, before BF that, Goodrich. yeah, BF Goodrich. Before that, he was uh, Wrangler, which was like a yes. um, kind of a, a royal blue and yellow, and and they had a hat for that. I'm like, I have to buy it. It says one tough customer on it. It's badass. It was an awesome trailer. I mean, we oh, yeah. we hit that trailer. I, many, I honestly many think times. that like if we branded it right, we could we could because they were there was cars there that were like you know a local bank or whatever like. You know, yeah. Comerica Bank number eighty-eight. You know, whatever. We could totally get an Underberg car. That'd be badass if we could convince Underberg to uh, sponsor one race at a NASCAR race. I wonder that, what that costs. I was actually just about to look it up. I think it's quite hefty. Uh, cost of NASCAR sponsorship. So it says here that uh, these deals. One race. One race. That's how we want. I'm sure, yeah. it depends on the team. It too. also does depend on the team. It's upwards of three hundred grand at minimum. At minimum. <laughs> Um, all right. It was a good idea. It was a good idea. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, look into go karting. Let's talk look, this though. Hang look on. into RC car racing. RC racing w- would be great because then we sponsor can sponsor it. So I have experience painting my own bodies in RC car racing in eighth grade, seventh grade, sixth grade. Folks, we could do it. Also, don't forget that there is multiple tiers in NASCAR. You're talking Cup Series sponsorship there. That's on, you know, Fox. That's on NBC Sports. But you've also got Xfinity. You've got the Craftsman Truck Series. And below that, you have the ARCA Series, which races at Berlin. How awesome would it be to get an ARCA car wrapped in Underberg oh, yeah. for Berlin? Or, or, that might be more reasonable. You know, even maybe like a cycling team out at Grattan. One of we, We've got we that. Have to, <laughs> we have to actually man the car, though. Like, we have to be the pit crew. Oh, yeah. And we need to be involved. David, you're on jack duty. Oh, yeah. Matt and I have uh, the, the air guns. Well, yeah. who's dri- I'd drive it. I'd, I'd race it, man. Yeah, I'd race it. As long as we got a good roll cage, I'd race it. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. At Berlin? Yeah. Rip that baby around that, that quarter mile. I do You it. know, actually, I was on my way to uh, Gaylord yesterday, and I went... Gaylord. Yep. Gaylord, Michigan. Northern Michigan. Um, I went past... Uh, I was, like, on 55 going past, like, Lake City kind of area, and there, there's an old dirt track there, and they had banners up like "Welcome Kyle Busch." Oh yeah, he he raced there on so, Thursday. Yeah, I was like, wait, Kyle Busch came way the fuck up here yeah. to like Lake City, Michigan, yeah. to race. It was in Onaway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, he Holy raced shit. there on Thursday night before it, he. It went couldn't out. have been more than like a quarter mile track. Yeah, it was tiny, and it, they had all these banners up. Welcome, Kyle Busch. Yeah, it's awesome. And then actually we were we were doing some digging and, and that same week it's I, I really like that. If if the NASCAR series, like the Cup series is coming to Michigan, it seems like for whatever reason, maybe they do this at other tracks, maybe not, but they it seems like the whole crew of NASCAR Cup series drivers and beyond like makes it like kind of a trip, you know, to Michigan for the week. And they'll race so they raced at Berlin earlier in the week and it was like Chase Elliott, Kyle Bush, Kevin Harvick, um, before our race, yeah, at Berlin. Oh shit! And we it was gone uh, out there. Like there were people from like F. What was it? What's the guy? C- Castroneves or yeah, Elio Helio Castroneves. He was there at Berlin. Was it was like Indy a five hundred winner. Yeah, legacy legacy race. Yeah. yeah. Oh I was, shit! I would have yeah. gone out yeah. to that. I would have yeah. too. And it was beyond. I'm, I've listed what was five, that, and it was, it was that, like it was on a Thursday night, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of really really good dudes went out there. Um, that would have been cool. It would have been very cool. Oh, my God. I was just about to See say, like, dudes? what are we doing riding Gratton, guys? We should just go all in on one guy. We'll be the 
pit crew to yep. that driver yep. and just ha- and race a car. Start getting. Let's get we, this. Let's get this into motorsports. Carl. Carl would be a, be a great a, dude to be the Jackman. Yes, it's going to be a fight between like the three of us to who's driving. I I'll, I'll be a pit crew member. I'll be a crew no, chief. I want to drive. I'll be a spotter. I don't I, mind. I will whoop your ass, David. We're going to Craig's Cruisers to, to fucking settle this. <laughs> fastest time. <laughs> best, on, two, fastest time. At best Craig's. two out of three on the indoor track at Craig's Cruisers gets to drive gets the pilot okay i'll be either a crew chief or a spotter i'd be happy to be either i could be the the i mean well it could be like a situation where there's two drivers as a backup and a primary yeah you could that there you go jeremiah would be so quick on the air gun oh yeah (laughs) oh he'd be fantastic at it that'd be awesome i mean we talk about this here's the deal though right if we were to close to seven years ago in your dad's basement be talking about having what we have now full circle right right? now if we would have like back then talking about the stuff that we've got going on now we would have thought we were crazy Mm -hmm. and what we're talking about now with wrapping a freaking we should wrap frankie munez's arca car Yes. With Underberg. Yes. Frankie Munez from E-O-T Elkin in the Underberg. middle. <laughs> he's, he's actually not bad. No, uh, so when I got good. home on Monday, they had a rerun going of that race at MIS. Mm-hmm. He's He was like running fifth or yeah. so. Like he, he's he finished pretty, top five. He, yeah, he's pretty good. He's yeah. pretty good. He went from Malcolm in thought? the middle, child, childhood actor, to being an Arca Series racer. Who would have thought at the one of the... Uh, hey, here we are. One of the only only super speedways we got oh yeah one of three and and that's actually a really good point i know we've gotten onto a tangent about motorsports in general but also nascar if you are a fan of just things that go fast you got to get yourself to mis it is one of three super speedways and in fact it's the fastest track on the nascar circuit get your ass there nathan's got something what, for what us. do you got what do you got what do you got i was gonna play i was actually gonna play um a little video of our experience at nascar of the zoom yeah yeah it's uh it's a fun time it's something that you've got to do and people i feel like have a stigma about nascar like i don't want to go i'm all get there it's fun it's something you'll really enjoy um you'll have a a much better experience than you might think you'd have let's celebrate let's that's what this episode's all about and aliens and aliens aliens we'll be the first where are they going to be the first podcast here we go Mm. It's a Man, be- a beautiful yeah, sound. That the one thing I'll say, I have to say, folks, like, yeah. our seats are great. When you walk up or you walk down, rather, like we, they don't let you up to the fence anymore. They've got like right. a caution tape up. Yeah. But when you walk down and you get onto that little platform and they're ripping by you at two hundred miles an hour, two hundred mile an hour, it like there's something inside you that just changes like moves (laughs) yeah you're like holy fuck that's a lot of energy but imagine what a a space shuttle would be yeah oh my god it's like all of those cars combined times yeah like your your innards are just like yeah you're experiencing uh speed um that no one has ever experienced yeah like just power that like Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's so much it's it's like overwhelming well i mean yeah those guys are going like, I think the top speed is like two oh five going into like turn three. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, depends now. But what kind of drag think, you running? Well, you think about like if you're in the draft when you go, 
lunar injection, mm-hmm. you're you're talking like what? 20,000 miles an hour or something like that. Like insane. Pretty, pretty like once you settle in, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You, you, uh, yeah, I guess you, yeah, you, you equate that to NASCAR and you're like, Oh man, those guys aren't going that fast, but still <sighs> a lot of power. I love them both. I love space and NASCAR both. Yeah. Yeah. You, if you, yeah, if it's a, hopefully something that we can introduce more people to. Let's put them up one last time. Cheers. Cheers. Close it out. Yeah, we'll start to close That's it 66. out here. Episode 66 has been yep. a fun one. Uh, of course, introducing Underberg as our title sponsor. We're so thrilled. And um, we we hope you try Underberg. Go out to your local proprietor. I would say if, if you're someone, because I think we've had this question before, which is where can I find it? I would say in your local community, go out to, um, you know. Any uh, specialty beer a, shop. Exactly. Specialty beer and wine shop. They're likely to have it. And if you're at a brewery, always just always be on the lookout at the checkout counters. Speciation Ales, they've got it at the checkout. Rishi's, they've got it at the checkout. You know, all these places. It's a, it's it's definitely a checkout uh, item. And and, and and then if you want it in higher quali- quantities, of course they have it on the back shelf too. So it's a good it's a it's a good product. Get yourself some. And um, yeah, we'll start to wrap down episode sixty six. Be sure to follow us at Eclipse on Tap on Instagram and X. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And X. And look, X. Look that's for the first month you X. had to say that. Good yeah. catch. Oh yeah. man, I don't I I don't know how I feel about it. It's weird. X. Um and then of course on Facebook as well. We've got the uh, a nice little um community there. So, uh we'll hope to see you soon in uh the month of September. Crazy. We're we're transitioning into the fall here. Um, soon Dang to it. be underground man season. We got to get the mountain bikes out. Yeah, we, we do. We on the mountain yeah. bikes yep. at all, guys. Come yeah. on. Labor Day weekend, we got a mountain bike filled yeah. weekend. Yeah, we'll yeah. crack into it. Oh, yeah. It's all good. We'll, we'll oh, yeah. ramp into the fall we'll with a bang. Good. Uh, and, and, of course, we'll be back with you for episode 67. So we'll see you then, and we'll cheers and be gone. Cheers to you all. Cheers.